internet, Hillary Rodham is one hot, shit-kicking feminist babe. My name is Matthew Kroll. And Matt, don't you know that women won't shoot you unless you deserve it? And I'm pretty sure you do. My name is Shahir Dowd. You don't deserve it. Yeah, you do. Well, this is the only podcast about movies. That's yeah, and that's that's reason enough to get shot. Wh- why? Why did we we we're nice because we're in Trump's America now? Oh, does that mean we get shot a lot? I don't know. I think. So? Well, we have a guest to help us figure all this out. <laughs> Actually, a repeating guest, Jahir. We got it's a two Pete. It's our first two Pete. Two Pete Paul Trello. Hey, hey Paul. Hey, Paul. How guys. can you stand us? You're back again. I yeah. Well, Did you actually leave? I technically I've been sleeping <laughs> under your bed. <laughs> I thought that was the ghost. <laughs> that was me. No! Welcome, welcome back. We're happy Thank to you. have you yes. back. Thank you so much it's for like coming. It's like I never again. left. It's like you never left because yeah. you didn't. <laughs> like our freedom, Paul. You're a perfect guest for this episode because we're going to be talking about Michael Moore and Trump land. Not that, not that you are either Michael I'm Moore a, or I'm a Trump supporter though. You're, you're so I'm, hardcore. I'm Trump providing supporter. that uh, yeah alternative. Uh, and one of your methods of Trump supporting <laughs> is your Instagram page that you've been running. It's not your personal Instagram page, but Trump in Cinema. Yeah. Now, now, uh, I feel now defunct, maybe now retired, uh, or, or perhaps now more relevant than ever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I particularly like uh, Trump as Quato from, um, Total Recall. Oh, that's that's kind of my favorite or from Super Mario brothers. Yeah. I tried to, uh, I tried to give a like diverse, I almost kind of like your, your podcast tried (laughs) to like provide, you know, like the, the obscure, Indie art house mixed with, you know, the Hollywood, like, weirdo. I have to admit, I, I, there was a few of these that I did to do a second take, but I, I see Punch Drunk Love, I see Citizen Kane, I see Halloween, Super Mario Brothers, Groundhog Day, right. Pink Flamingos. For, for people that aren't on their yes, phones right exactly. now, what, what is Shahir actually describing? What do you do on this thing? Well, it was... What did you do? <laughs> And now I, do you fear for your safety? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've, st- I've stopped uh, checking the account just because I don't know what kind of, you know, dark, uh, you know, basement Nazis are like commenting on stuff now. Uh, but basically it was just it was like a joke project um, that my friend Brian and I, Brian Stream and I had started that was just like taking Trump and because he's such a feels like a fictional character he feels like a character from a movie yeah and there there's and providing putting him in context of other movies like shades him differently that that was kind of the idea behind the project so it's basically just a a photoshop meme instagram that was you know putting him in the context of all these different movies um not always painting him in a good light but (laughs) but we try to keep it somewhat ambiguous at times too because we had we uh part of it part of it we tried to attract a lot of Trump supporters right um, how'd that go uh, I mean I think a lot of people were like like they'd see Trump you know and then like, they'd like it yeah they'd see Trump you know with like boobs and they're like yeah make America great again and I was just like <laughs> all right you guys like clearly don't yeah not reading the subtext here. <laughs> don't get satire yeah. But yeah, well, that's uh, I mean, I, you know, one thing I actually did kind of wanted to, was thinking about starting now that we have four years of Trump uh, ahead of us was like a, a podcast called Trump and Cinema, mm. where we looked at like mm. Trump character. That's Trump, interesting. Trump archetypes through cinema. And, right. like, and my two first ones are going to be Mr. Potter from uh, It's a Wonderful Life mm. and uh, and Charles Foster Kane from Citizen Kane. 
as like the Trump uh, archetype right. in American yeah, cinema. Yeah, we did Citizen Kane. If <laughs> only you knew someone with the podcasting setup. <laughs> of course I don't, All because this is, is the only podcast. This is the only podcast about movies. And it's apparently, the, it's actually, fun it's, little fact, it's the only podcast that the equipment will actually allow me to record. <laughs> oh, so ooh, if it senses any other oh, it topic diversion, it just shuts fire. Down. Yeah, yeah. self-destruct. <laughs> if you enjoy this being the only podcast about movies, you can reach us at OnlyMoviePodcast.com podcast at gmail.com or hit us up uh, on Twitter at OnlyMoviePod. We've also got a Facebook page and a not quite so brand spanking you anymore. It's lost a we little can bit of just say, We can just Listen. say we have a website. We can just say we have a website. It's, it was an it's exciting so cool. development. OnlyMoviePodcast.com. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it, I, I left my first uh, five-star review. Um, oh, oh, thanks, I, I buddy. Didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't write uh, Matt Matt. Gets me hard, which oh. I think you recommended. <laughs> I probably did. I think that, that sounds like something yeah. I would say. That was off our Moonlight review. Yeah. I oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> you actually requested people to get you hard. No, or to get, no, people get is that, getting hard. How's that know. working out? I, I, I don't know. Out? I'm going to have yeah. to check. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't work if you say it. I need to right, read right, it. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but that's is, so Matt's strange. Matt's closing his eyes, imagining things right <laughs> it's now. It's so strange that I don't remember saying that. I, I believe I said it. <laughs> but this, actually, this is kind of a good transition. If only it was recorded and there's like I, there was a document proof. of it. evidence of this. But yeah. me not remembering is kind of a decent transition yeah. into. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what's recorded. Uh, we live in no. a post-fact world. And can I say, can I say. Oh, fuck, yeah. I don't have to worry about anything. I can say whatever yeah, I want. Fuck it. And it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. Like, there's not even a Re- reason it doesn't matter. Reality is whatever you want it to be now. Now, so I'm being the one, one brown the person in the, the room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I do have to think a little bit. No, I mean, I, I feel like I have to think a little bit about what I say from now on. And actually, that was the reason I wanted to do on, this. On this podcast? or uh, In like general, in life messages? in general. <laughs> in whatever recorded yeah. media there is. Some, uh-huh. if, you're, if, if a conversation is being recorded anyway. Yeah, I should probably avoid uh-huh. having my conversations recorded from now on. Uh, NSA, please don't Again, listen to me. wrong room. <laughs> wrong wrong uh, <laughs> avenue. This room that. is designed to actually uh, like make your recording clearer. But, but okay, we are in... A, we're, we're one week past the election, and uh, for those who've been living under a rock, uh, we have a new president-elect, and it is uh, Donald J. Trump, um, which I think if, the, the reason I wanted to do this, if you go back and listen to our episode on um, The Art of the Deal, the Funny or Die movie starring Johnny Depp. Art Dib, of the Deal! <laughs> I was, immediately after the election happened, the first thing I did was actually download that podcast and listen to it again. Because Shahir loves the sound of his own voice. I do love the sound of my own voice, but I also loved listening to the naivete of my own voice in that particular episode. We were spot on. Everything we said was fine. I didn't even listen to it lately, but now because nothing matters... Nothing matters. Post-Trump. I mean, I yeah, I said I only had glowing things to say not, about not our post-Trump. <laughs> post-fact. Post-fact. Yeah, post-fact. Yeah. Yeah, post-fact. Yeah. Um, but I was I was the thing that really struck me was the tone with which I think I had in that episode, which was that I, I think I sincerely did not believe that this would come to pass, that 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 we would be living you know, like that in a cacophony of errors. I mean, I mean, I think when I was making the Trump in cinema, yeah, it was always in the back of my head, but it was just like, like, you know, <laughs> fuck this guy. I'm going to just do this thing. 
you know, yeah. kind of as a way of, of maybe repressing the fear of, of something actually happening. Well, the thing is, I didn't take the fear seriously. I, I didn't take this very seriously. Well, I, did, I did not. If, yeah. I mean, if you learned anything from Michael Moore that, you know, <laughs> yeah. everyone needed to, the he, he had been saying since the summer, since the beginning of the summer, you know, Trump will be the next president. He yeah, didn't say famously. maybe. He yeah. never even said maybe. He and said, yeah. he said Trump will be the, the next president of the United and States. And it's interesting because you can say what you want about Michael Moore. I like his film sometimes. I dislike them other times. Yeah. His style is his style and that's that. But something that he is very, very sort of constant on is he is of the people. Yeah. yeah. So if Michael Moore is giving you the temperature of society, right. I would probably believe it because he's walking in the muck of it consistently. To be honest, I think Michael Moore is now the Nate Silver of this election, which is that Nate mm-hmm. Silver was famously the guy who predicted the last election and became, right. you know, and was, fa- you know, like his website 538 became the prognosticator for our political environment. And, and, but this time around, Nate Silver, I don't think he's been proved entirely wrong. Like he has said his model, his mathematical model is based on evidence. But he weighted. lost, he lost some legitimacy. He I did think. lose some legitimacy. I think a lot in the of primary. the posters. Yeah. Did. Yeah. He didn't predict Trump during the Nobody primaries. did. That's, that's the thing. We, nobody did. Oh, some professor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was that did. seven step program. Yeah. To like yeah. Predicting, and yeah. he was right. And he was right. And he also, he also he says he that also, he's going to be impeached. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm sorry. That's like saying, like tomorrow I'm going to breathe air. Like that's just sort of. <laughs> oh, so you're presuming Trump's, Trump's going to be impeached. Yes. Okay. Malcolm Gladwell agrees. But I think, and again, before we <laughs> get into sort of, and I don't want to get too much into my specific things, but like, I think him being impeached will be worse for us. Well, because then we'll be left with, uh, <laughs> Mr. Pres- Mr. Pence. Yeah. Mr. Pence. We need Biden to come back and keep doing all those things he's doing <laughs> in memes. Um, so wait, yeah. side note, we're getting dangerously close. I'm watching my 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 machines nearly smoke because we're getting off topic Shit. of the thing. Uh, originally, Shahir and I got into a little bit of a discussion about whether or not we should do. Mommy and daddy were fighting. Mommy and daddy were fighting. Uh, uh, Who's mommy? Uh, <laughs> we switch. We switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, uh, it's like we're like amphibians. Yeah, right. We can just whatever like life uh, finds a way. Yeah. Um, and I was uh, I was in the camp of not particularly wanting to do. Uh, either a re-release or even do this movie because I realize we are the only podcast about movies and uh, everywhere. I mean, everyone's looking at every piece of social media now and it's all Trump, 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 Trump. And I like priding myself on being, um, I don't know if it's good or not, but a distraction. We are, we are entertainment. Um, however, this episode, we are going to sort of skirt that issue a little bit. And we're going to obviously get into more political talk because this film, uh, is it's, it's barely a film. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a recording it, of a talk. This, so it's this, like, it's, it's a like a highly talk. biased, uh, left leaning <laughs> Ted talk yeah. or a stand up show with yeah. horrible editing. Um, but the, the audio, quality was, was terrible yeah. garbage yeah, was pretty, <laughs> okay. we'll talk about that right. in a little bit cool, cool. but um so but, but yeah we're gonna be we're gonna talk political in this episode so with if, a, if yeah. this isn't your cup of tea listener i just want to let this know right away if you'd like to uh you know just keep us that we're the funny guys who talk about movies or you'd like to respect us in the morning when you roll over um just <laughs> <laughs> just um you know just you you, we, you can leave for this one if you want 
if you think it's interesting to hear what we have to say about the topic, stick around because it's going to get fucking weird. And uh, yeah, that's I just want to give that little mini disclaimer before we continue. Well, the thing is, is I think I I am I and it, you, I think you see this in every episode that we do is that we do come from a different perspective about what cinema, what films are for, what they what function they serve. And yes. I think I think there's a lot of crossover in what we agree and disagree. Upon. Amphibians. Um, but but I think one thing for me personally is I think all film is political and all politics relates to cinema in some way and the way, and for me, cinema is a reflection of life. And that's why I think it's important to discuss this major event that's just happened in our lives um, uh, through the framework of cinema. And I, I think, you know, like uh, a couple of things. One is, you know, the way in which satire will be useful or not so useful in the next four years is going to be interesting. Um, so a film like uh, Funny or Die's, you know, uh, The Art of the Deal is, I, I think there's an entirely different lens to look, to view that film with. Um, and, and I think our conversations about filmmaking and what the role of filmmakers are over the next four years is going to be interesting. And that, and I, I, I wonder why that's, why that's more important now than it was with Obama's election. Because I mean, I'll go, or do you have, your guess, guess first, you go. Paul and Paul. I mean, Paul is a very accomplished filmmaker, which is another reason why I wanted to have him on here. And we're both part of the Brooklyn Filmmakers Collective, and there's a very heavy, ongoing discussion about activism and film, and also yeah. the role of politics and film going on inside this fairly large community now. Uh, so th that's why I wanted to have you on for this episode. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that, and I, I think uh, you know, I've never even kind of played with the idea of of doing anything political in my work. Mm -hmm. uh, but that actually changed um, on November 9th. We're I, all politicians now. <laughs> I, well, I, I I actually felt like, all right, I, you know, at first I felt like uh, helpless, like a lot of people. And I was like, all right. Yeah, how'd you get over that? Because that's, that's where I'm in. I'm <laughs> yeah. in whatever step that I'm is. I'm still pretty helpless. But I was like, what, I mean, what do I have? And, and this is something I, I, a lot of the people in the Brooklyn Filmmaker Collective, they're realizing is like, what do we, what, what privilege do we have? We, yeah. The privilege we have is the talent um, and the ability um, to amplify our voice uh, through film. Um, and, and now I'm, I'm considering, you know, trying to, to work politics. And I, I mean, that's the, the best way to, to reach the masses. Um, and you know, I mean, star Wars is like a political film like that. Yeah. Like all of you can seep it in however you want, yeah. whether you want to be like overt, like Michael Moore or, you know, more subversive, like, I don't know, the countless other filmmakers, yeah. most filmmakers. Um, so I, th yeah. So I, I was immediately interested of like, what, what will happen to film now? Like, <laughs> because this is going to be in the writing, in the DNA of everything going forward, no matter what, um, even if it's subconscious or conscious. I, um, I mean, you know, there's that famous line from the third man where Orson Welles is talking about the, uh, um, what the Swiss gave us as a neutral state, which was uh, the cuckoo yes, clock right. versus what uh, Europe gave us through uh, centuries of war, you know, which was the Renaissance mm -hmm. and, uh, and great art. 
And I think, you know, maybe, you know, I think Paul Verhoeven even today talked about uh, he was being interviewed for his new film, L. And he was talking about, I think the next four years is going to give us great cinema yeah. because people will that. have a, a, a yeah. real passion. But I, I'm curious. Well, so wait, real but, quick, but say Renaissance back. again. Renaissance. No, no, say it the way you said it before. Yeah, that was Renaissance. 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 Uh, Call it out. <laughs> Full disclosure. Notice that. Uh, I'm a foreigner. Uh, <laughs> and now we can make fun of you. Yeah. We're in it's Trump allowed. land. Everything it's is Trump land now. <laughs> um, but I think, I think uh, looking back at uh, like what, how film reacted to Obama, um, I don't think there was as much, there was like disaster movies and, and like um, apocalyptic movies but I almost felt like that was a reaction to climate change and, sure. and not like anything, any of Obama's like policies or anything like that. And there's almost like, um, you know, there were films with like hope. There was like a lot of comedies that, that have come out in the last few years, like almost a resurgence in, in a new brand of comedy. Right. Um, absurdist comedy like uh, like Tim and Eric and all this stuff that came out during Obama's um, when time we, in the office when we were in a little bit of a safer space. Yeah, you can be absurd, and and uh, you've even seen people like Tim Heidecker like become more political, right. um, have more of a purpose with his comedy, which was completely absent before. Uh, so I think that's maybe the difference is is there was like maybe like more carefreeness and in, in comedy and stuff like that um, that m might it might be more po um, poignant now. I don't know. We'll and see. Obama we'll gave see. us zero dark thirty. He did. Yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, this is, I mean, this is the thing not to gloss yeah, over true. is that I think maybe one thing that we do tend to gloss over is that, you know, under Obama's uh, administration, a lot of bad things did happen. Sure. Just not yeah. necessarily to us. Right. You know, like, and I'm, I'm not speaking just about the people in this room, but, but so, so I think that's interesting. And, 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 you know, I know Matt that, that, you know, like talking about politics on a film uh, podcast seems kind of contradictory, but I, I I do genuinely think that that cinema reflects our everyday life, and I and I for me personally, cinema is life. Um, so I, th I I was quite passionate about about doing this episode, or or, or do, in some way reflecting sure. on yeah. this and event I, that and happened. I, and I get that, and I completely respect that. I was just trying to protect our dear listeners, like as if they were our children. From I mean, Daddy, I guess I'm going to be Daddy right now, but Daddy's going to be drinking hard. Like this is this is I'm I'm this is a weird fucking thing to say on mostly a comedy show, but I'm pretty fucking depressed. Oh yeah, uh, and that's I mean again. We're talking about like what kind of art and sort of film we're going to get out of it. I think there's, it's, it's going to be dark, dark as it's gonna fuck. Dark as fuck. And yeah, like, absolutely. And, and not it's, like, not like, haha, we can make fun of it. Batman v Superman, dark bullshit. I'm talking like, oh, we're going to retch your soul out from your asshole. Oh, yeah. Dark. Like, I don't know. I think there's an opportunity for comedy. <laughs> I mean, I, is like, there though? I do think. Is there though? Trump as a comedic figure is kind of. He's kind of like uh, the dictator. Charlie Chaplin's the yeah. dictator, you know, a little bit. He's he is he. Or you know, like Sasha Baron Cohen's the yeah, dictator. Exactly, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen's the dictator. I, I mean, he is he is, and I think you know, like you tapped right into this in your in your Instagram page, Trump and Cinema. He is a cartoonish figure. Oh yeah. Um and. And there's some, I liked how you his, said he doesn't seem real. He's fi he's fictitious, yeah. and I think that's half the reason why half of the country was he so shocked. Didn't think it was a threat yeah. because he was just the the high school bully in the '80s movie of the election. Right. And then you're like, wait, this, to, to almost like a cliche extent. Yeah, you're and like, we we've <laughs> been trained from from Back to the Future. We've yeah, been trained. Yeah. Actually, that was based on yeah. Trump. We've been trained in cinema 
to think the what I mean, you know, you can say good guy, bad guy. I'm going to use in, in the opposite sense of it. Like the, the good guys, quote unquote, if you're on the side that we're all on in this room, yeah. are supposed to win. Right. This was but Empire. Then, but that's I, I, I saw the, a really good meme uh, that you might like. <laughs> okay. Um, that had Obama's face and it said a new hope. Oh, yeah. Trump <laughs> um, Empire Strikes, strikes Back. back and, and then Bernie, Bernie was Return, was Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the so, the one I you know the other side. But is, Empire Strikes Back was the best one. <laughs> that well, is true. See, so that's okay, the thing. so that's like you know there's more uh, tension now. There's more purpose to film. Hopefully, I don't know. And and I think you know one thing is is that we're obviously full disclosure in this room. We are three lift leaning individuals who would I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say and full disclosure I couldn't vote in this election because I'm not a citizen. I'm a permanent resident, so but I don't you pay have to, taxes. But I pay taxes. Yes. Um, but I'm guessing we all probably would have voted for Hillary Clinton or a third party. No, candidate. I voted. I voted for Hillary Clinton. By oh, voted, yeah. I voted for Bernie in the in the primary. Yeah, same yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah um, I, and I and for me personally, um, I would have voted for Bernie, and I would have hoped Bernie. I would have preferred Bernie to be the candidate. Yeah, I um, mean, everyone. This is this is the interesting. Then I do want to kind of get into, into Michael Moore's sort of well, thing. This is yeah. what I yeah. want to get into with the movie. But the 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 inter- Well, here's the interesting thing from the movie's perspective. I mean, it it was made it, the 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 stand up special or whatever you want to call it with a couple little interstitials was made before the election, yeah. and then it was kind of a trying to get like a little bit of a hopeful message out about Hillary Clinton. Basically, yeah. it was basically a fluff piece on her, yeah. which is yeah. fine. Yeah, and then um, then Trump got elected. And then he released it right away because it was actually released before. No, no, Trump yeah, it was released. Oh, was it? It was yeah. released mid October. Yeah, he really, dro- he dropped it right. Where, before. where did I read that then? Um, so I'm not sure because because he there's a lot of fake news on Facebook. That yeah. is true. <laughs> well, there's a lot of misinformation. But what uh, my understanding of it is because uh, he kind of very just out of you know normally when Michael Moore is making a film he pulled know, a Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. people know about yep. it, and yeah. he as you say pulled a Beyonce and just suddenly said, "Hey, I got a new movie. It's coming out." Uh, tomorrow at IFC uh, at IFC and it was lines out the block because oh, for wow. free too for, yeah he, he's going to screen it for free uh, because Michael Moore has a new movie now the thing is uh, what you know was revealed was that the movie was essentially just it's not really a movie it's not yeah it's not really a movie and it's I, a stand up special it's a stand up special and the thing that but I, he sits a lot <laughs> he's got his little table yeah. I, the thing that I was hoping for from this movie is I think the thing that we uh, as people who who sit on the lift um, should be doing right now is outreach. I I felt what I what this movie was going to do was be about outreach because okay yes there's a smaller population that actually voted in this election but um, a very high percentage of them not quite the popular not quite the, the 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 winning popular vote but a high percentage voted for Donald Trump and uh, and you know what what uh, one thing you know. We love having you on the episode, Paul. But you know, I, I'd hope that we would have found a Trump supporter to to be in the room with us. As so well. if you could just pretend, <laughs> I could play. Yeah, <laughs> he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, so so be careful. You, you know, the interesting thing <laughs> is, is pumped up now. We we are alt, we are right, going to make fun of Donald rage, Trump, rage, but yeah. I think we should equally make fun of Hillary Clinton. I don't even. Here's the thing. I don't even want to make fun of Donald Trump. Right. Like I look. I, I, call, I said the, this phrase before in this thing. This whole thing is a cacophony of errors. You can look at Facebook sharing weird-ass fucking fake news sites from like a hundred teenagers in Macedonia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? You can look at the DNC completely fucking Bernie Sanders. Right. You can look at Russia hacking the DNC. You can then look at... Comey. You can then look at the, 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 the Democrats 
just ignoring a large population feeling like they don't fucking matter right and letting trump like the democrats are just as guilty as the republicans for trump like everyone has a uh, hillary didn't hold rallies in places like wisconsin for months yeah like not since i it's don't just, even know like, it's a so. it's a cacophony of error and so i i can't even like trump is like the um i don't even know how Do to you, put it sorry i i was thinking about this today like like how bad did things really go? And, and, and the more we look at like, um, you know, how much she's getting in the popular vote still as it's being counted. Uh, let's just, and, and, and someone said like, um, the, the combination of like votes, uh, from all these counties that were like the tipping point and all these things could fill a football stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's a domino. It, so <laughs> if she had won, would we still be talking about the cacophony of errors? It was just something I was thinking no, about because, today. No, because because but I, she would have if she if she won she would have barely won like just you know so, skimmed sure. the surface. But we would have been talking about a couple things, and 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 sadly it would have glossed over all the bullshit that I just said. We would have been talking about the first female president, which I and, think would have been fucking amazing. And all these people that you know that that we are now talking about that have been ignored. Would have been continued so, to so be ignored. There's, there's a. Well, they're of, they're going to be continued to be ignored. Oh yeah. Still. Oh yeah. But, but now but everyone's now, but, fucked. But now the liberals are like, shit. Okay, these were the people that used to vote for us. We got to fucking figure well, out our message well, again. Here, here's like, the thing. Well, I mean, Bernie pa- had it. Part of me, kind of, like, like if, if Hillary had won the election, I think there would have been a sense of stability and business as usual as far as we would not be talking about, about politics. We would not be talking about, we probably wouldn't be talking about politics. Yeah. We've been saying. So to me, actually, we wouldn't it, be talking about this film. It, there's a, there's a real strange upside to this, which is that I think, Oh, I've been looking for silver linings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think also we all acknowledge that the political system in America and probably all over the world in many places is fundamentally broken for the average person. And, you know, because there's such a huge disconnect between what happens at a political level and what actually affects your day-to-day life. And, and I think, and I think the one thing, you know, another silver lining about this is, and, and, and Michael Moore actually taps into this in this film is that the election of Donald Trump was a big fuck you to the political elite. And it was a big fuck you to 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 the way we understand our democratic system right now. The and biggest fuck you in U.S. history is that I think that's what he said. And yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe that was deserved. Oh, it was deserved, but n- now we gotta live in it. Yeah, we like, gotta live in it. But but maybe this is the this well, is the way in which we can heal that the the rift do, as opposed do you know to the just guy, bad the, 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 the guy that. Um, did a pervert's guide to cinema. Steven uh, Zizek. Zizek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched. No the, one knows how to say his yeah, name. Yeah, Slavon, Slavon Slav- Zizek? yeah. Slavon Yeah, yeah. Philosopher, Eastern yeah. philosopher. Yeah, but he made that very point. Uh, mm. where he's like, I think Trump should win. I'm mm. not a Trump supporter, supporter. Yeah, but I think he should win because it will slap America in the face. Mm. And there will be some sort of awakening. I just, I, this is where I get depressed because, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I don't, you're every, everything you're both saying is a hundred percent. I believe was needed. And now that it's happened, whatever. And you know, what's going to happen? Uh, everyone's going to do all the activist stuff for a long time. I mean, even I've been more politically charged than I've been in 
probably my entire life. Like I've been making calls every day to yeah. to yeah. the people you're supposed. There's a you know you can find yeah, anywhere yeah. on the internet I, just like and like scripts and everything and da, da, yes, da, da, I, just leave message, leave message, yeah. leave message. Um, but like what I fear is the commitment of everyone and not specific people, just everyone. Because something's right. going to happen. I I honestly predict that. Donald Trump is going to do something. They're going to figure out something that's so like, like easy, but also looks super great. Right. Super huge. I think you mm. mentioned this in the original podcast. And, and about. it's going to be like, that's going to be like, look how amazing this is going. And then we're all just going to kind of fall back to, I mean, not everybody, but like enough people to make that difference, that push that, that the awakening sort of needs to happen are going to be quelled false flag. Kind sure. Of thing. And then yeah. it's just going to slowly diminish. And I, cause I don't trust Again, I'm depressed. I don't trust humanity. Right. I, I, a, a person is incredibly intelligent. People are fucking stupid. Yeah. So like, and I'm that's me included. Like anyone can be swept up in a mob mentality. There's no question. Yeah. And it's just, it's scary because, you, you know, this, it, not to quote Star Wars, but yeah. this is how democracy dies yeah. with thunderous applause. <laughs> I quoted a prequel. That's how depressed I am. I think your uh, your quote about people and and mobs is also from Men in Black. If, if I'm just gonna say, but that. it's also but it's also true. <laughs> yeah, They're, Men in Black was not the first people to say that. No, I, so I I, I hope yes, it's an awakening that needed to happen, and I hope that it continues to happen. I hope we get we need more leaders like Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Because Bernie, sadly, is not going to be around forever. I mean, no one's going to be around forever, but you know what I mean? Like, we need we need new people. And, and, and my final thing here before I really do want to get into the film is yeah. I don't like the party system. Yeah, the two-party system. Is- I, it's, it's broken. I know tons of people that voted both ways just because the name that on the ticket was Republican or Democrat. And that's fucking stupid. Right. And And it's... So that's broken. The electoral college is broken and the way people physically vote is broken. We treat the entire election like it's a fucking reality show that's going to be done in one night like it's a fucking boxing match right. when it should be. It takes a long time to count fucking votes. We're still counting. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's okay. You Do you know the ratings you could get by pulling that right. shit so fucking far? But we treat it like, oh, well, now we all the projections are in. That's why we, I, there's polls every day and it's just like, and, and I mean, like, if you, you just need to look at CNN's graph for the uh, for the for the debates, fuck which, CNN, which which looked like a boxing match, and I was like, right. why is you know why is this treated this way? Maybe maybe that's the way you engage a populace. But I also I'm I'm you know and I and this is a reflection on me as well as I'm worried I'm concerned that 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 we are being dumbed down and I'm being dumbed down as well. Like I, I feel like I'm not you know like we're we when you when you've propped up such a cartoonish figure like Trump, it's easy to get binary and become like it's us and them kind of thing. But it's that's that's not the way the world works, and that's not the way the world should work. Yeah. It should be conversations. Yeah. I th- oh, sorry. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say I do want to talk about the film itself too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep rotating around saying we want to <laughs> talk about, about the film, film, but and then we'll end it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Colbert had a very like cynical, but I thought apt. Uh, like analysis, like uh, that was very candid um, election night. You know, yeah. he had that showtime yeah, that, thing. That video. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. And he said, maybe we OD'd on politics. Maybe we overdosed. Like the way we we consumed politics was was like a drug and not like an actual, um, not actual discourse. 
Um, and, and we, I think we OD'd and that's, and that's why we got to this point and why we feel this way about politics. Yeah. And you know, I, if, if there's anything to be, you know, like listen to, uh, to, to think about as a methodology for like doing analysis is like follow the money and, and who stands to make the most money from the way the election was run right. is always media companies. You know, like it's, you know, there's, there's always this, 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 this thing that happens, which is that like, which politician can raise the most money is the one who's most likely to win. And the reason they need to raise that money is that they need to pay media entities in order to promote their message. So media companies, the people that we... Not if you love human cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Are, are the ones that that always win. And, and I, you know, like, I live in that world. I, I work in that world. That's, it's the world I'm most passionate about. But I, I you know, like something has to change. And, and maybe it begins, you know, like it's, it's, it's <laughs> to quote Silence of the Lambs that you covet what you know, <laughs> and you know, like, and it's, it's the things that needs to change are the things that we know immediately. So that's maybe why we're doing an episode about this, you know, uh, on the only podcast, but maybe that's maybe why the next film I met, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm in pre-production on a project right now. And, and suddenly everything I'm thinking about is through the lens of how does this reflect the world I live in right now? And how does this reflect my political feelings right now? Mm. Um, Speaking of change, should we uh, talk about the film? (laughs) Michael Moore. So this stand-up show, um, no, so it is a movie. It's only like an hour and some change. It's available on VOD. You can watch it right now. We all did odd minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyone know the production budget for this? (laughs) <laughs> no well actually hold on I'm I might like, have I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on a limb and say 20 bucks okay production budget 150 N-A <laughs> oh wow so like $5,000 look yeah. I'm, I'm guessing the way this was thrown together was that he was doing this performance or, or what have you and decided to film it and release it and you know, like actually distribute it. And well, yeah. I mean, first sort of first thoughts about it is like we sort of hinted at before. It's not cut or mixed well at all. It's, it's rushed. rushed. It's, it's rushed. rushed as hell. And I was, I, cause I, when I was misinformed about the release of the film that I said, and you guys corrected me, that's what I sort of attributed it to. But now that he like knowing he released it when he did, yeah. I'm just like, take like the, every problem I saw with this movie could be fixed in a week. Like with actual, just sort of someone working on it. So I'm like, what button did I, they have to push? I just think that he had like a sense of urgency yeah. to, 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 I mean, this was intended. You were talking about outreach. This was intended, I think for Trump supporters. You don't yeah. need to like tell what Trump supporters going to watch a Michael Moore movie. Well, well was, I mean, he actually, he the, one, one of the clips went extremely viral, um, <laughs> except they, they, they took it out of context. Yeah. See, um, but, As everyone and, and knows. And also, but, so uh, just for, for information, but no, was, a lot of Trump supporters passed this clip around. Yeah. Um, including my aunt, uh, who voted for Trump, uh, passed this clip around from this film uh, where Trump talks about why someone would vote for Trump. Oh, and well, more talks about it. Yeah, when yeah. he sits down. Yeah, and he's and talking he, about the 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 car manufacturing cr- uh, crisis, right? Yeah, and and then he he says like this is like a Molotov cocktail. Mm. Um, yada yada and you know people will vote for trump and it will feel good for a week they cut it before he says for a day oh, for really? a week. they cut it before that yeah. uh and that clip by yaniv whatever like yeah. some uh conservative dude uh passed that clip around i mean everyone and it, so it did yeah. reach um 
people, but in the wrong way because we live in this sort of post fact, uh, fake Facebook news webs. And every fucking outlet does this. Like yeah. everything I see is fucking cut down everything. And yeah. I'm just like, just show me the fucking thing. But, like when it comes to important stuff, I'll watch the 10 minute video. Actually, but sales did go up after that clip went viral on Facebook. Sales for this film on iTunes did go up. So I actually think Trump supporters did see this. Uh, one, one thing you'd argue about Michael Moore is whether you love him or hate him, there's a lot of. He's a fairly polarizing figure. Um, is that he is trying to use his fame and his and his you know his outreach for good for yeah what he perceives as good. Sure, you know like uh, you know a Trump supporter might argue the other way, but but he is trying. You know, like I, I do think the reason why it's rushed and it it sounds bad and it's cut badly is that he was trying. You know, he he. He felt that this was it needed to be out there, and he knows that you know Michael Moore dropping a film generates buzz and publicity, and people will go see it. And those people most likely aren't picking up on bad editing and bad sound yeah. mixing. Those people like don't. I guess, but it was all such simplistic stuff. Where I, I just I, 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 I will I, yeah. I will say out loud, you know, like I I don't. The thing about him in this film. Is I you know I genuinely genuinely like his films and I genuinely generally like what he's about. I I think his um, his attempts at humor uh, at the fr- at the front end of this film to you know kind of like lull everyone into mm-hmm. the into the you know like this isn't just going to be me standing up here put you know with a uh, shit ton of young Hillary Clinton pictures in the yeah, background yeah you know yeah. Being and a podium <laughs> and a seat and a desk. Uh, but his his comedy at the beginning I just found really awkward and and not interesting. Oh, and, fun fact! So the so the, it opens up and he comes out and he's trying to make Trump supporters uh, comfortable in the audience. So he says, "And where where was this done? It was in I Wilmington, Ohio, Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so he's like, so don't worry, we've put all the Mexicans up there, we've put all the Muslims up there, and don't worry, we're gonna we have a wall building built, and they just put up a wall in front right. of all the people that uh were Mexican or looked Mexican. I think there are plants though. Yeah. Well, fun fun of fact. Course. One of my one of my uh, friends. I saw Jordan's name on this. No yeah, he, so his company um, was there to operate the drone that was supposed to watch the Muslims oh, during right. the entire thing. <laughs> but I saw him as the wall was going up, and I was like, "Oh wow, they they made Jordan Mexican." All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I found that stuff like I, I I just it's not that I I think the joke is right, but I think yeah. his delivery is pretty. I, I don't find him like like Kevin Smith. Has I thought it was to, like I thought it was like an intro. It was like I can nicely see confrontational. Doing. Yeah, um, for Trump supporters that are like, yeah, build a wall, like mm. register the Muslims, the people that actually feel that in the audience to then be faced with it physically. Right. I thought the idea behind that I actually liked it. I I don't know if it was like laugh out loud funny for me, but I I thought like. Yeah, like show these people yeah. what it fucking feels like when you're in the same room as someone and then you just completely separate them. That's what it was about. It was about making Trump supporters uncomfortable. It was a little alienating actually for Trump supporters. I think it was, you know, yeah. it's like the reverse of what he was doing. And I, I think I think uh, though I I agree. In the room, I think it's incredibly I think it's how incredibly, it translated on screen yeah, is a little I, awkward. As a yeah. stage show, it works great. Yeah. On this, it was just it was like you know, Michael Moore's comedy for me too is hit or miss. And it just missed. I yeah. was like, I get it. I know why you're doing this. This is not a, it also wasn't consistent. Like he yeah. set up this like, yeah. more playful tone early on. Yeah. And then it just goes on this whole like Hillary Clinton history lesson. Yeah. yeah. Because if I was, if I was, um, someone who believed that the Mac- we should build a wall, and if I was someone that believed that we should have drones watching Muslims or not letting them in the country, I would see both of those things and be like, ha, 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 yeah, right. 
like that's not what he's going for. And I, I know in the room it's in different. In the room, yeah. right, right. But watching it on a screen, it's a joke. But you can also tell that the way it was edited together was that there was canned laughter or, you know, like edited A lot la- of canned yeah, laughter. Yeah, so that it kind of, it feels wrong in the thing. The thing that I liked most about the film and I kind of maybe wish that the film was, and maybe there's just not enough time to do this, was the, the opening montage where they were showing people like reacting to Trump, uh, to, to Michael, Michael Moore, Moore coming to town. You know, yeah, I think- which actually not seeing any trailer. I don't know if there was a trailer for this. That's that's what I thought the film was going to be. Yeah. I didn't actually know it, it was going to be a the sense talk. of outreach, you know, like, yeah, and I, think, I thought he was like immersing himself more. That's yeah. what I wanted is, is like a full immersion into. It, it's really hard. The, I, I think we're, you know, the thing that we're missing in this whole conversation is like a real mutual understanding. Like I don't, I, I think I haven't made enough of an effort to outreach to people who might be voting for Trump to like really understand why they, why they see this person as a figure. I, you know, like Van Jones on yes, CNN yeah. has his, uh, has his series that he's working they're on. They're great. And those are, they're all, they're too short. But they're too I, short, but I even, I, like I even them. find him like, I feel like you, when you're watching them, you feel like there's two, basically two groups in the room and they're both talking over each other. It's like, I don't feel like mm. either one's coming to a mutual understanding as much as they're just kind of saying what they, what they're yeah. saying, but they're not really, you know, the thing about moonlight that really got me is the sense of oh. empathy you know, like, and I think that that's why I think Moonlight worked for me this year is that it's an incredibly empathetic film. It's about putting yourself in the shoes of someone else. Um, and, and, you know, I think what we're lacking is, is, yeah. is a sense of empathy, right? You know, like, and, and meaningful empathy, like, like why, why does this matter so much that, you know, that you would go to a rally and support Trump and why, you know, like ultimately the problem is, is I, I do find Trump himself is very much a false prophet and he's not even a very convincing one yeah uh, that that's my but issue. he's the only one that they have perhaps that's the issue and maybe perhaps that's what i'm not getting it, it, it's just like we said sort of in the beginning of of this thing it's he he tapped into angry ignored people mm. and it's wrong that they've been ignored um but the problem is now that he's sort of got those people those people, a lot of them unknowingly, because they don't, they're not looking at the stuff that's against Trump. They don't realize all of the fucking hate rhetoric that they're now instantly tied to, even right. if they don't believe it. Right. They also think that they're going to like that. He's going to open up coal mines and shit. And it's like, Which, I think it was already announced that he's like, not no, do because that. coal yeah. is a de- like, that's not but going to clean happen. Coal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like these I mean, he's people already backtracked on, on healthcare reform. You the, know? the one thing that I don't Almost fully everything. Yeah. The one thing I fully don't understand is I don't believe all the, I, actually this is how, this is my only understanding of it. I don't believe people that voted for Trump. The majority of them are stupid yet. It seems like they're buying into a lot of but stuff they are on the lower scale of the intelligence. <laughs> well, well, no, no, but I, here's, I, but here's I, the thing. I, I refuse to believe that. I, but, but, I really do. I, but, I think no, no. it's wrong to I believe think, that. I think I, I'm, I'm okay believing that. I Only because there's a, there's statistics that show it. Um, that Oh, you that, know what they say about statistics, though? 99% of people can prove that you're wrong. Yeah, but... 84% but, but look, of statistics are made up on the spot, so I don't know... <laughs> no, but but he did win the like non-college-educated vote. Sure. But, but he here's did, a, he, he, and, 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 and then the fake news being passed around... Here's is, the thing like, about ...leans that. way more conservative. Here, here's one thing about that, because that statistic about college education, you know, uh, voters by college education. Here's the thing. If college education is so expensive, can you blame people for not going to college? 
And also, this and, is, this and, is and, my and thing. Then, oh, yeah. This is my thing, too. That's why they should have voted for Bernie. I know a ton <laughs> of fucking stupid people that went to college. Like, that's the other thing. That's, I don't. I, I never like the whole, like, college education versus not. Like, yes, if you're going to be an engineer, 100% I want the dude who went to college. But if I'm looking, if I'm a human being, and I'm looking at a snake oil salesman. I, I'm just looking then, at, I'm looking at the rallies. No, and I know. I'm seeing what, what is being said by these people at the rallies. Well, I'm going to get to and the. I'm making broad. Uh, assumptions yeah and yeah I know what assumptions are but but, like, it, but I feel like there is there is an inherent truth to that I mean you can't I, this is what I think I, I I think there obviously are stupid people the stupid people on on both sides but this is what I think look look not okay let me let me clarify not all <laughs> Trump supporters are stupid but all stupid people voted for Trump I'm, I'm sketching your Venn diagram right now let me just see uh, if okay, this, this works out the, all, carry the not all Trump supporters are racist but all racists voted for Trump. Uh, yeah, I'll buy that. I <laughs> that makes sense. But no, I didn't. I didn't get to finish my thought. Yeah, yeah go ahead. The, I the 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 sort of intelligence thing. There's there's also a thing uh, uh, like sort of empathy or street smarts in a certain way. And I'm not talking about empathy towards like being kind to one another and like that sort of thing. I'm talking about like a oh that guy's a fucking liar. Like yeah. that's what gets me. So I'm like, why can't these people see? that that dude's a liar. And I have an idea why. I have an idea why. Okay, go ahead. Because they're so fucking angry. Yeah. The anger is what's clouding the better judgment of a fuck ton of people and their hatred based on all sorts of news stories and things that might have actually happened to them in real life that they blame the Clintons for or the Democrats for or anything. And they're just like, fuck, it's just a cyclone of fuck. Yeah. And here's the thing. And then that that lowers the bar of Sounds trust. Like Nazi Germany. <laughs> well, here's here's one thing that. You know, like again, I'm I'm striving to try and find empathy in this in in what has happened because we have to reckon with the fact that this is a society in which we live in now. Is that could you apply the same analysis that you just did to the way in which people responded to Bernie? There was an in interesting piece, I think it was in Newsweek this week, about uh, someone who'd read the DNC files on Bernie and and you know and wanted to debunk. I, I don't agree with this as, uh, entirely either, but the argument was was that Bernie wasn't subject subjected to um a full primary election in the way Hillary would be and 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 upon analysis it was determined that Hillary has a better chance of standing up to the onslaught of a republican attack than Bernie did you know there's things about Bernie that 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 he hasn't had to recommend. again i'm just putting this out there as a as a counter argument so the reason we all responded to Bernie and all three of us were, were responding to Bernie was because we were so angry about the political system as we know it that we were like, yeah, this guy. But we weren't like, you know, like really parsing who he is. Is he just a politician just like everybody else? We weren't, you know, like we, we absorbing in whole. And, and I, I, I agree. Sure. I think I, I know you're playing devil's advocate. I, yeah. I think Bernie is a much more convincing speaker. I think he's a much more he, he is in my mind demonstrated He's been um, a public service all of his fucking look, life. Yeah, but, but, but he's demonstrated his history no, no, and I, how I, consistent. I but, but you see how what what I'm getting at is not is not you know the truth of of the you know whatever facts you want to believe. I'm, I'm what I'm getting at is the way in which we immediately fall into biases depending on what we want, and it's exactly what you're saying, Matt. Which is that which is that the reason people believe Trump is because they're so angry about this one thing. The reason we believe Bernie is because we're so you know we're on that side. So he's speaking our language. Um, and I, I just want to put that out there is that when we're trying to, you know, do outreach and think about other people that may have voted for 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 Donald Trump, we have to think about what 
why would we have voted for Bernie Sanders? Now, immediately, if you if you say it's just because oh Bernie's right, I think you're missing the the broader fundamental analysis and the way in which human beings think, which I think is exactly what you said. I think that's what Michael Moore set out to do with yeah. this. I think he just kind of got caught up in his own sort of like Michael Moore. He got caught up in his Michael, Michael Moore thing. He stepped into Michael Moore on the way but to Michael Moore. His intentions were right and they still are. I mean, he, and his, he, he, he knew that these people were hurting. I mean, I think the, the and, smartest thing in this film is that is that that letter he writes where he talks about the fact that Donald Trump came down to manufacturing right. city mm-hmm. towns like Detroit and said, if you move, he said to car manufacturers, if you move jobs um, to another country, I will impose a 35% tariff on that car when you bring it back. I'm going to hit you where your wallet is. And for people who've lost their jobs in the manufacturing industry, that yeah. is such a, you know, that's something that you won't hear from a, a Hillary. It's, it's yeah. But the other side of it, but that, that that's because, and in, in my, in, in my but opinion, it's the exact same the thing DNC, that Bernie would say. I know, but the DNC... <laughs> Dropped the fucking ball there because all they did this entire time was play it the safest they could because they didn't think that this fucking guy had a chance and they played it so safe. They, they didn't send her here or there or the other thing because, oh, that's not really quite worth it. But when you add that all up, like right. that's what happened. So like my point of that is like what what they should have done is sent Hillary to these dying manufacturing towns and told them the alternatives that she's planning on doing for them. But I'm, they didn't. I, and that's and that's. A fucking problem. I mean, and now I, it's all of our problems. I think. Yeah. Do you guys listen to Dan Carlin? You know, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History and Common Sense. He said, oh yeah, I, ha- I have not he, recently, he, but he runs a great podcast called uh, Common Sense, and he said one thing this year, which I agree with, which is that the Democrats ran uh, an establishment candidate in a non-establishment election. Environment. Yeah, yeah. Someone else made that point on Bill Maher yeah. too, uh, which is yeah, you have to read the temperament of the public. The and public it's not- wants like a, a populist candidate. You have to give them a populist candidate. Yeah, someone unifying like Obama. Yeah, yeah. But but this is not the environment we live in. And and I, you know, like so. I, the thing for me is that the the most effective thing in this film was understanding that sentiment. You know, because he, it, yeah, he saw it, he 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 put himself in the shoes of the Trump supporter. I mean, for a moment, and I thought it was. Very insightful. Yeah, because, I mean, he goes through and he starts talking about, um, basically, he uses a bunch of stuff. He does uh, the Brexit analogy, and then when he finally gets to Hillary, he brings up, like, why don't they like Hillary? Okay, Benghazi. Yeah, not her right. best moment. Short emails, right? Yep, uh-huh. What, uh, and then uh, pneumonia, and then he brings up the <laughs> fact that, like, it's so sad that she can't be sick in front of us because that yeah. is a thing of weakness. Yeah. Um, and then um, he goes into... Uh, sort of like in his first of two sort of breaks in this thing, he goes into a news reenactment of when Trump gets elected. And it's amazing how just predictable this entire thing sort of is. The, one of the biggest jokes in that little fake news package is Trump doesn't want to live in the White House because it's not fancy enough. And they have like recordings of it and shit like that uh, or whatever. I need to rewatch that segment. And, and but I remember watching it at the that's time. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, now wants Trump to wants to Trump stay Trump in Tower. New York. <laughs> yeah. And and the Secret <laughs> Service has already laid out their plan on what they'd have to do. And anytime he's here, they basically have to shut down most of Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue. Jesus yeah. Christ. So good luck, commuters. Um, But so 
so that was that was the out of the two like little uh, intermission pieces. Yeah. I think that they did. I think that one worked the most effectively. The other one, which the is, the new the the, the fake news the news forecast worked. Yeah. The other one, which is this like fake. Um, it was a fake Donald Trump ad. Yeah, and I think I think oh, the thing about that running, yeah. the thing is yeah. about you know like again, if you're talking to people who who a candidate seems to be resonating with, you know, to 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 sort of dismiss them, you know, as buffoonish, you know, admittedly, deservedly in, 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 mo in most cases, but to dismiss them like that, I think is going to fall on deaf ears. You know, like the, your, your satire has to be not only, um, completely insightful, but also it has to reach people whom, whose opinions are on the opposite side of, of your point. Yeah. And that's, that's near, you know, I mean, I can't think of any form of satire that has gotten to the opposite side, you know, and, and switched opinions. I, I can't think of something that, and, and I, you know, so, so you mean I where, where satire actually worked as a form of like, like, Oh my God, I get it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. I don't, I mean, maybe except for the one thing that the, the only, the one silver lining I'm seeing is that Glenn Bick for some reason has completely like right. flipped, flipped his, his political leanings. But, but yeah, you know, I'm not like, sure where that transition happened, but, but, but I think like running that, that, you know, the, the, the end is nine doom and gloom of Trump, you know, ad, I don't think it's going to work. No. It's not going to, you know, like I think the points that need to be made is that, is that you need to, and, but then again, you know, like, there's this real anti-intellectual or anti-elitism yeah. sort of analysis, so, uh, you know, the, feeling. I, and those two words are not fucking interchangeable. So, That's right. what pisses me off the most. Oh, if you're intellectual, if you use right. your fucking brain, then you're an elitist. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. There, You can be both, but you don't have to be. Yeah. Right. Like... That's that I hate. I fucking I hate the rhetoric on, on any side of this. I just hate that just everything's just in these little fucking groups. So instead of putting all this in a group, I just hate everything. <laughs> but here, so, so, so oh sorry, go I ahead, was Paul. just gonna say, I think like the only way to go forward and to approach Trump supporters is from a place of understanding and and, and um you. I think you, you have, have, have to, have a to feel. Slate. You have to like come but in you, without bias. Yes, I but you have to. to. You I, have to feel bad for them. No, no, yeah. no, no. Wait, wait. Because eventually, because <laughs> because what you're saying is is that they didn't have the the only false prophet they had was Donald Trump. The a lot of these people genuinely. Some people like Michael Moore says it's a big fuck you Molotov cocktail to um, DC. I think a lot of all, people that were struggling, um, they were out of answers, um, out of solutions. And they still think that Donald Trump is for them. Um, but when you rewind back maybe 10 years, you go to some random town in Ohio. Um, and you, you ask one of these people, what do you think of Donald J Trump? They're going to be like, Oh, that elitist New Yorker with all the money that had, his, you know, his yeah. inherited like a lifetime savings. Like, like there, there was he, a quote he is not for the people. And the only way you go forward is, is to somehow get the Trump people on your side and, and, and get them to realize that Trump is not actually uh, I, for them. I he is I, not, he's fundamentally like he, not for them. I just wonder how long that will take. Who yeah, knows? And, and uh, hopefully is, I, less than four years, but who fucking knows? But I, I think there, there's a danger in, in, in that kind of, um, I think it was a phrase you use was like feeling bad for someone because, 
because feeling bad for someone indicates a level of superiority because you don't feel the same way that they do. And I, and I think there's a danger in doing that. So, you know, like one of the things I've been doing is like, I've been listening to Trump podcasts. I've been listening, I've been trying to like read the other side of the news that I was blinded to. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, like there's a podcast I listen to called the Trump podcast, where it's people who are supporters of Trump talking about, wait, what's it about? <laughs> it's about some guy. Um, it's about movies. Yeah. Movie. What? <laughs> yeah, no, there's another podcast. In, in, in Bizarro land. Yeah. The movie podcast is called the Trump podcast. Oh. Um, See what happens when we get off topic. But it, you know, like, I think you need to approach it with a level of, of like, why, why is this? Why is this happening? And, and it, it's not, I, I think I have a fundamental belief that, that people aren't stupid and people are, do work in rational where'd interests. You, where'd you get that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I have an optimism about people. I, I like know, to but be, like, I'd like to, yeah. like, is it because you're not from here originally? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I want to believe that people will always do the right thing. I, I really do. I, oh, I, I, I want to believe I want to that. Believe, and I, and but I, they didn't. <laughs> and, and no, look, here's the thing. I have a son. I, I have a son now. And, and I want to believe that if anything was happening to my son, that people around him would do the right thing. And I, I, I have to believe that. Otherwise, I'm going to raise him. Individuals to, will. People won't. Yes. No, and, and so I, I want to like <laughs> approach. <men> <laughs> yeah, I want to approach this, 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 this schism of, of, you know, post November 9th America in a way that is outreach. And I, and, and I think that's what Michael Moore wanted to do with this film. And I, I don't think it does that because I think it, I think it there's fails a point, outreach, yeah. I think there's a point at which the, where ridicule takes the place of outreach. Yeah, he and starts it, to alienate the crowd. Yeah. But and then, then he just then, starts, it, then it's then, a, then then a half hour love fest that. for Hillary, which yeah. again, if you love Hillary, that's awesome. And people might take what I've just said as kind of like liberal hippie bullshit, you know, like, but, but, but I, I, I mean, I I, I'm trying to think, I think of another way to do this. I think it's bullshit. I don't think it's liberal. But no, I'm kidding. Uh, the, I, I just, it, it does. It turns into this, and it's not. This is the thing. What he does for the rest of the film when he's talking about Hillary and his interactions with her and how he wrote a book and saying that line that I said in the beginning and then like he met Bill right after the day after like the impeachment trials were about to start the day before and then he met Hillary and she was super happy and like there's this great moment he describes. I was so invested in that story oh, and then yeah. every story. Yeah. Oh, he, that was a great anecdote. Yeah. Then he yeah. every story he told about her, he played uh, audio from her uh, college graduation when she was 22 yeah. um, and then you find out she went to a stone. It was in Estonia. Where the hell was it? Yeah, Estonia to learn what why they're number one in, yeah. in oh, women not yes. dying in childbirth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he goes down this list. And there's of, another anecdote from sicko yeah. where yeah. there's a photo of her. That's, that's, I how think he, it's from where to invade next. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Oh, where okay. to invade next. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, cause he's like, Oh, where was that? He's like right here, 20 fucking five years ago or whatever. So like it just paints and in a very Michael Moore way. And in, and every, like you said, Jerry, every sort of film, whether it's documentary or not is biased, but like by the end of this, especially after having Trump have won. I was just so fucking sad. Yeah. And like, it made me feel awful as a human being, awful as an American and awful. Like this is a woman that granted just like any of us has fucked up. <laughs> yeah. No question about it. But all that, and he, the main point he brings up over most of these fucking things is, I can't believe you watched this after the election because that is it was painful, fucking heavy, and yeah. and and basically it's just we've shit on this woman for thirty yeah. some odd years when all she wanted to do was help us, right? And we're like, nope, fuck you, like consistently, 
and this is just the icing on the big old fuck you birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And and it just made me like again, before the Trump election, before this entire election in general, I had zero hope for people. In fact, the first time I actually had hope, oddly enough, going with the slogan was Obama. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, so I just it it it's 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 core shattering and it's and it's just misery defining and 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 th- this film now it's funny we're we're getting to the part of this podcast where we're like should you watch this film fuck no <laughs> no you should not it's too late it's yeah. too late to like this film I mean, if you, you if if if, if you, this is for you if, you will feel like garbage well i think i think if you're like in a good mood and you're like and you hate that mood and you want to shoot it in the face you're like hmm, <laughs> what can i do to like get out of this mood <laughs> I would watch this because it it actually made the best point to to vote for Hillary that I had seen where a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just like you. At least you heard people not feeling motivated for her and you watch all these anecdotes and and you see that she has really good intentions and and like you look at um, Obama's life and you're like like the events of Obama's life make sense to lead him to the presidency. Like only Obama, it makes sense why Obama was the first black president. And then you, and then he breaks down Hillary's history and you're like, yeah, I guess it makes sense that this woman would be the first female president based on the trajectory yeah. and, and, and what she had dedicated her life to. And, and, and it's the, just, it's so sad. And now. the DNC, they, they backed her and that was the thing, but they played backing her so fucking wrong. Yeah. Just looking at this sprinkling in this fucking half hour of a Michael Moore comedy special. He paints her in such a fucking wonderful light, whether it's true or not. You're telling me that the fucking one of the most powerful political entities on the face of the fucking earth couldn't paint her like that. Couldn't show all that to people that needed to hear it. I mean, but that, that is an interesting failure in the, in uh, I guess as Hillary as a candidate is like no, it's know. her fucking team. I, it's the people that build. The, look, we we got sold multiple Hillarys throughout this entire thing, and it's all the fucking team. And yes, the candidate has say to a point, but like just like I don't think Donald Trump, other than what he said at a podium, ever had gave a fuck what his fucking people said. And I think Hillary probably had a thing to go, but she was probably inundated with a shit ton of facts and figures that ultimately failed her. Like. The Hillary's main strength, and then I'm just, I'll mm-hmm. shut up for a minute so everyone else can talk, is she works from her heart, and that can fuck you over when people are stupid. And that's what happened in her own party. That's what happened with a lot of America. And uh, now I just, I'm just going to have to get out of this depression. I'm going to really have to start liking brass and gold. Okay. Like, I'm going to just start having to All put right. it. Like, yeah, the gold. Yeah, the, uh, studio's it's an interesting becoming- point uh, with heart because. Uh, it, it's almost like everyone was voting with their gut this and election not, and not their heart. Fun fact, your guts are full <laughs> of shit. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't literally, that's I, what I, I meant. I, like that's where the poop is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. uh, I don't want to, I think, you know, the thing about it is, is watching this film. I think the thing that I, that I got is that, is that it didn't, for me, it painted a picture of someone trying to convince me to vote Hillary, not me wanting, not me ding, ding, being ding. convinced to, to vote Hillary. And, and, and I, and I, and I tried to watch this film through the opposite lens. I'm, I really am trying to, to learn about the broader world, you know, outside of my bubble. And I definitely live in a bubble. So, so 
watching the film through that through that lens, I did find it to be unconvincing. And 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 he does and, it wrong, you know. And I wanted it to be convincing, but it was, you know, like where, it brought up questions. Where do you think he went wrong? I I actually I don't know. I was more inspired. Uh, for about her we're already in that camp. Like yeah. Yeah. like I I feel like it's easy for but it, us. I didn't need I, to be I definitely, convinced. Yes, and I, I but I I I I did want to see it from the other side of the lens. I was like, would this work? If, for, if, for if I, a Trump supporter, if I lived in Detroit and yeah. I and and my main thing was manufacturing, would I would I go? You know, listening. It's it's that you know the issue that's come up now is that is that liberalism or you know liberal politics, liberal ideology has forgotten the working class and liberal you know pr- progressive movements like uh, that have that have enabled LGBTQ rights and 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 you know progressive. Um, uh, stances on social social security and Medicaid and all those things are oh being human right yeah, okay but those are for things for liberal elites and and if you're if you're if your main Medicare and Medicaid is for liberal elites I mean the 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 progression of that versus someone actually getting healthcare you know like and being able to afford direct healthcare like that is you know like and and not having a job you know like those right. those kinds you of things. Yeah, I might, maybe social security is the wrong analogy, but I'm thinking of progressive, progressive movements. Um, you know, um, racial equality is is going to be lost on someone well, who doesn't have a job well, these and are who's things, struggling to get through by day to day. These are things that um, benefit people that live in cities. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. These are things that benefit people that live and, in cities. And everything living in a city, living yeah. in New York, has been great. Living yeah. in LA is great yeah, right I mean, now. All someone these, might know, be listening li- to us and going, "What the fuck are you guys complaining about?" Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But all, and, yeah, okay. Yeah, and and so I, I I think you know, like if you're gonna watch this film, I think the thing to to take away from it right now is to try and try and have an open mind about what someone who legitimately went to the polls and was con- and is convinced that that they that Trump was the person to vote for them. Try and put yourself in that position and think about it and don't and and I think it's wrong to dismiss it as stupid or as misguided even if even if fundamentally I believe it is and and so that, should so should people see this movie now in the post trump world yes, and I think the post trump world should have have a lot of cause for affliction, yes. I say I don't think okay. it's a very good film. I do sure. not think it's, it's a not very a film, good film. It's a special. It's a yeah. stand-up special. And it's a very bad made one. I want to give you your last thought. I'm just going to say okay. you shouldn't see it. If you support Hillary, don't see it. You're going to get super fucking sad. If you're pissed about the Trump presidency, don't see it. You're going to get super fucking sad. If kind of like what she here said, if you're a Trump supporter, supporter and you don't normally watch Michael Moore stuff, watch it and then write us in because I want to find out because I think the movie fails. Yeah. Even for Trump supporters, I think it truly fails if it's trying to do a convert. I want to know because I can tell you why I think it fails, but I want to know why someone like you're trying to get in the headspace. Yeah. I want someone in the headspace. I, I want them someone... to tell us where this movie fucked up because it fucked up. And I just want to see where and what yeah. we're missing. But well. anyway, sir. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like you're trying to do an analysis of where Hillary fucked up. It's like the same. <laughs> oh, every, yeah. There's yeah, a parallel yeah, here, yep. huh? Um, I, I almost think this film was for the Jill Stein, like, <laughs> voters. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, that's, that's what they, you know. <laughs> that's a fair point. Uh, and not not the Trump supporters. <laughs> um, because the, the 3% yeah. of the population, yeah. or was it even, like, less than that? I think it was less. Yeah. Um, but, uh Oh my would God. I recommend watching this movie now? No, it, no, I would watch that. I would, I would recommend finding that clip where Trump talks about, like he sits down at the desk and he reads that letter uh, of why someone 
would vote for Trump. I would watch that clip alone. I think the rest of the film now is, um, it's not relevant anymore. Um, and it's, if anything, it's just depressing. I would say there are, (laughs) so there is, there is a, a documentary. I haven't watched these yet, but I'm I'm excited to watch these. There's Trumped and oh, yeah. Trumped Two, where <laughs> Electric Boogaloo, t- yeah. T- yeah, T-O-O, um, where about him building this golf course in, in Scot- Ireland in oh, Scotland. Scotland, yeah, there was Scotland, Scotland, yeah, um, and how he just screws over this community. He could care less about the, these like poor people, which. You know, they're, or I don't know if they're all poor, but they're, you know, they live in a very rural part of uh, Scotland. Very, you could compare them to people that voted for Trump. And you can see that this guy is not for the people. He, he shuts down a woman's water, an old woman's like water supply because uh, until she eventually leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, and she hasn't left, has she? No, no I don't think no. she has. And yeah. that's what Trump too is about. Yeah. Uh, I think these films are are more relevant and and you know if you're if you're just trying to like learn you know I don't know I don't know if if you're a Trump supporter and, think- and and you and you're interested about who Trump truly is obviously this podcast is not <laughs> communicating to too many of these people but anyways I'm I'm I would say though those films and, and and hopefully more documentaries to come will be more relevant this to me is yeah it's uh it was a nice fluff piece at the time mid october but um yeah. yeah yeah well this has been the only podcast about michael moore in trumpland at least 10 minutes of it was about the actual film the rest of it was about trumpland uh so it's in the title uh shahir where can folks find you? You can find me at shahirdaud.com. That's S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D.com. You can find my life, my works. Uh, Matt, how about yourself? I don't even know. I was going to ask Paul where he goes. <laughs> no, where I was going to get Paul the last... Where, oh, do okay. I, where do I get my fake news? Yeah. yeah. I get my fake news from paultrillo.com. Nice. P-A-U-L-T-R-I-L-L-O. Very highly recommended. I love all this dude's music videos and short films. Please oh, go see them. Thank you. I like all of the facts and figures <laughs> that are made up on the spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, where can people find me? You can find me, uh, currently hiding in my bedroom, um, under the covers, <laughs> shaking. What's your address? <laughs> uh, no, no, you won't. You're going to find me. You're going to be on doomsday preppers. I think Yeah, uh, doomsday preppers next, coming 2017. <laughs> I've actually got a really good plot of land up in Vermont, uh, where it's really going to, it's actually going to be a bunker slash maple syrup factory <laughs> and it's going to be lovely. Uh, I'll probably still post at Skeletor the number four PREZ on Instagram, Emperor MSK on Twitter and Matthew Kroll.com for any professional works. If I, if I, if I feel the passion to continue working. Um, yeah, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening and indulging us on this little tangent. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for, for being course, here. Thanks for having me. Uh, please write yeah. us in at only at gmail.com or on Twitter at only movie pod, uh, and our not so new website, only moviepodcast.com. That's right. And, um, yeah, I, I guess just if you're sad, um, be sad with us. Be sad with us, but be sad. Being sad is okay. Being sad with your friends and family. Actually, I I got together with a group of my friends uh, two days ago, and the only reason, like, this group of people hadn't hung out in forever, and we both got on, we all got on this email chain randomly, and because we were all so fucking depressed, we're like, let's go out. So we did, and it was nice, and so surround yourself with that. Be active with your local officials and calling and, and just actually doing active things. Don't get your news from Facebook. Subscribe to a fucking newspaper. Uh, <laughs> guys, we'll see you next week. Oh,